Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. This is more like it, isn't it? We get to speak regularly and take the piss out of reality TV. You know, one show, show or the other. So, Labour of Love, episode two we're going to go through today. Where do you want to start? <laughs> there was quite a lot to unpack in this one, Dave. I mean... I, I, Butch became a bit of a, not a villain, but a, a, a bit of a soft ass, I think, slightly. He, he, they'd gone to this uh, sort of cabin situation, hadn't they? And I've got, I'm going to call some out, which I think in reality TV, as much as I thought the last episode was sensational, there's something that went on in this episode was utter horseshit. But yeah, Butch was just like, right, I'm not doing it. I'm scared of ice. I'm not doing this. And, and he just left. <laughs> and it was like, well, I don't think you're doing yourself any favours whatsoever yeah. here, mate. No, it was weird, wasn't it? It was a weird thing to say. And I just thought, you know what, that that's going to come back to bite him. You know, and at first it wasn't clear. I thought, has he actually gone? You know, because he, he disappeared off camera, didn't he? And I, I thought, oh, he might have actually gone, but he didn't. He was just having a bit of a hissy fit. You know, he likes his creature comforts, doesn't he? So he likes the hotel rooms and stuff. But you're on a fucking reality TV dating show, so you You've either got to go with it or don't fucking don't go on it at all. So, but that wouldn't have been too bad if he hadn't have been thrown under the bus by Angelo. I was just about to say that, Dave. <laughs> Angelo, the fucking rat. Which, as we went later in the show, he he, he basically just told. I mean, look, let, let's be honest. So he tells Kirsty every, every single thing that's been said about the people forgetting a name, like Alan and uh, Matt you know, questioning different things about her. And I'm thinking, but you're on a reality show. They're going to see what you've said at some point. We've seen it in Love Island, haven't we, Dave, and some of the other stuff we've watched. It'll come back and bite you on the fucking ass because they're going to show it you one way or the other. And it's the fact that when he blurted his guts out, and obviously they went on this ridiculous, look, they went on this absolutely ridiculous thing. And what I was saying before about ridiculous, this fucking bear thing where they were sat around a fire like they were camping was utter bollocks. I was so, oh, it was horrible. It was really bad. Oh, it was brilliant. I mean, so honestly, though, when they were getting set up for it, and, and I loved how all the guys were getting dressed to the nines, weren't they? And they get out and it's clearly camping and they're all fucking freezing. So, you know, that threw them off guard straight away. The bear looked ridiculous. But at the end of the day, you know, they're right by the campfire. And so it's dark, you know, on the perimeters. So I know the bear looked ridiculous, but I'm sure when your eyes are adjusting, it can't quite make it out. But it, oh, it was fucking funny. I was I was watching it with Jade, and and basically, I was just saying this is like watching um, scary movie. Does the Bachelor or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I think Angelo did a, a decent job initially, and then Matt, uh, the wrestler, you know, he did a big job. He's only a short guy, isn't he? But he's stocky, and he was trying to make himself look big, you know, and and standing in between Christy and the bear. But Alan made me laugh because he tried to do the same, South African Alan. But then when the bear didn't run away, he just like got her and curled up into the ball. 
Well, how gets him in the fetal position? And the bears obviously, by then he should have realised it was fake. And he gets in this position and I'm like, what or how? I know bears are perceptibly quick. Why, why do you think that's going to stop a fucking 30 stone bear or whatever they are, 40 stone bear from absolutely decimating you? It was just like, and then he's tapping him in here, leaning into him and hugging him and he still didn't move. And, he still didn't move. Though. And then Kirsty went, Oh, I love the way he protects me. I said, what from? He's not protecting from fuck all. You were the first one who was going to get it. I, I didn't get it because Alan had already uh, had to say he got a name wrong and it was you know, it was a case of a, a, a different name was in his head and it was Kirsten won it and stuff. Uh, Kristen who presents it. It was bullshit. But I like Alan and I just thought, mate, you are going to ruin no thing. If someone you know, tries to attack him and that, he's the one who's legging it, Dave. You know, I remember Clark Kent and Lois Lane when he faked yeah. it in the mug. It's like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. But I mean, before we skip off off Alan, though, I mean, he got called out, didn't he? Because one of the other things that Angelo, uh, he didn't just throw Budge under the bus; he threw Alan under the bus for not knowing Christie's name as well. Yep, and calling her Cindy. And so, uh, fair play to her; she called him out on it. No, she did. But again, Dave, like where popularity wise, where do you think Angelo is going to lie by doing something like that? I mean, it panned to his family later on. And his dad looked like he stepped off the fucking set of The Sopranos in 2001. I mean, his dad <laughs> and his brother just looked like two absolute mafioso guys, didn't they? Wise guys. He had a proper shell suit on, and his brother just looked like he'd he'd taken all the hair dye from the shop day. They just looked really, really bizarre. But as a TV show, as a spectacle, that's what you want, don't you? Bit of shit stirring, a bit of drama, really, really good. And he even called Matt out, and Matt did the best out of all of them, really, on the the date. Then he got a kiss out of Kirsty. Yeah, so I thought that date was pretty good. Went pretty well for him. Um, he seems smitten, to be honest. Like yeah, straight did. off the bat, he do, he does seem to be, um, you know, seems to be a bit taken with Christy there. Yeah, big time. And it did go well. Everything was there. She said that herself. She's very honest. That I think the one thing I struggle with, and I, I, you know I've watched The Bachelor, and obviously you do a Bachelor podcast, is it's the way that Kirsty just flicks from one guy to the other. So she goes with Matt, gives him a kiss. Stuart and some of the other guys see the kiss on the doorstep. She then goes on a date with Marcus into like this basketball game where there's the kiss cam. Prime time to go in for a kiss, Dave. If you're single and that's on offer, you're going to have to give her a bit of a kiss, aren't you? Even if it's for yeah. show. No, no. Pats her on the head. Gives her a kiss on the hair, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you want when you're on this type of show. And then Sam was sat and she went, he's got a fucking hole in his jumper. And I'd not even seen that. Oh, She's really? Like, I didn't even see it. But, but, but it was like, she really said, like, I'm really attracted to him. She wanted to kiss off him. And, and that's something I find really bizarre is it's, it's almost like try before you buy. We watched The Bachelorette, didn't we? The Australian, me and Sam watched the Australian one. I think you mean you have then, Dave, but it's actually me and Sam. It was Sophie Monk who did the Aussie Love Island presenter. Mm-hmm. And she literally, every episode, she must have been in a sort of a contract. She had to kiss at least two of the guys per episode. And you were never, you didn't have a clue who she was going to pick by the end. And this is pretty much going down that route, to be honest. Yeah. No, it's it's weird. I... I mean, obviously, you know, for for the South African Bachelor season that I'm doing uh, the Bachelor Banter podcast with, you know, that's been my sort of first experience of the Bachelor, and I just do find the whole thing a bit weird, you know. And just with Love Island, it's sort of balanced out, isn't it, girls and boys? But this is just very strange, and I can't, I personally can't wrap my head around how you can go through that process 
and and have any kind of clear head it, it doesn't make sense to me and and from the first side I, I kind of think you know the bachelor or the bachelorette they can't lose but actually just think of the amount of variables you're trying to juggle in your mind and you know you've got all these people with different attributes they're telling you things you have to make up your mind how much you believe them or not oh it, it stressed me out chris it would, yeah, I'm totally with you because because I think I think it's a great point and and also what I find bizarre, Dave. Like you know, obviously I've been married 22 years, been married, you know, we've got partners. There's something there with people that happens organically. There's a connection, whether it's through an interest in what you like on the TV, a hobby, or just an actual chem. You know, there's a chemistry there, isn't you, between two people. To go on this show, and then if it's the girls like going against the guy for the bachelor or the bachelorette, it's the guys go after the girl like this. It's exactly the same. It's difficult to believe that all these people are genuine. That I find it so. Um, you know, what we always say about the people trying to further the career, and I know in America these reality shows fucking on every single TV channel. It's ridiculous. It's far more than it is in the UK, and we've got some shit over here without a doubt. And and I think that's. When I watch it, I love watching it, but I just find it difficult that Kirsty's really going to come away from this experience and find the guy she wants to live with because they're going to go on dates and have have a kid. And when we watched The Bachelorette, Sophie went to pick this guy last year and you could completely see that they were completely incompatible. The guy she should have picked, she didn't. And they, and within a week, it was like, they did the media tour. Yeah, they split up. And it's like, that's <laughs> all I can see out of these shows. I love watching it. I love the drama and the fake drama, but I don't honestly believe she's going to find her uh, the father of her children. I really don't. Well, she might do. Doesn't mean they're going to stay together. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, she, true, she, true. she wants one main thing out of it, yeah, or, or several million, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, one of the thing, one of the things I did think was interesting, Chris, was when uh, when Christy was on the date with Matt. She did open up a bit, didn't she, about being part of the niece attacks and stuff, and she wasn't sure whether she'd make it out alive, and so you know that change the whole perspective on things and um you know that's why she's looking to uh basically have a child and you know take a different direction so i mean there's there's a fair few there's a fair time period i think when they showed the old footage it was like 2015 i think it was so yeah you know it's a few years on isn't it but you know, she did seem seem genuinely vulnerable in that spot, and I, I'm I'm as gullible as fuck, Chris, because I just go along with it. I'm just like, right, that's it. Matt's fucking nailed it. She's she's got eyes for him and him only. But yeah, when she went on the date with Marcus, she, she seemed more taken with him, even though he didn't honestly seem that asked. No. So no. yeah, I I can't tell her which way it's gonna go. Dave, let's be honest here, and I'm with you completely. With yeah. What was your opinion of Marcus's mother, Dave? Marcus's mother. Is is that the one with the with the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's like Latino, wasn't she? And she's had several facelifts by the look of it. Um and I wasn't sure if it was a bit of a Hannibal Lecter thing. I don't know whether I'm being a bit too mean here. I, I probably shouldn't go on no, no, I, I, I was going to say, I think she's had all the plastic surgery. All because... the facelifts, yeah. <laughs> she looked like Eartha Kitt or Sophie, 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 Sophie Loren. It was, 
Very bizarre. And, and I think as well, Marcus does not come across as like he's Latin America or anything there's, like that. All joking there's aside. There's something weird there, isn't there? I said exactly the same. He's like as middle America as they come. Uh, but she's very, very Latino. I, I something not something going on. I don't know. Is it as simple as he's adopted? I mean, uh, yeah, true. It, it just seems strange. Yeah, it does. It really does. And um, yeah, bizarre. He, he's got a bit of a Patrick Bateman about him, Dave. American Psycho, I think. I think it's got that to buy by. Yeah, and and I was a bit surprised how taken she was with him. He he's. He is a bit. I mean, he's a doctor, isn't he? So he's. I don't know. He he did he did make me a little bit uneasy. He, mm. he wouldn't wouldn't surprise me too much if he wasn't torturing animals in his basement. No, <laughs> <laughs> you said that, Dave, not me. Um, <laughs> let's move on quickly. So um, we get to, we get to the end of the show, and again, same format as the first episode. Now, bear in mind that this is actually released every week, isn't it? So we're yeah. we're on catch up, basically. We're on the second episode. The third one's going to be released this week, and then from this week, it'll be every week that we release one. So you've got a bit of time in between, but you can clearly see there's a bit of friction there. I mean, that guy Mario. He does not like fucking Matt one bit. There was a few digs going in with Matt. Obviously, we don't see what's going on in the house. We're getting a, a like 45-minute edited show of love and, and these dates. But I'm sure it's a bit very much like when uh, Ryan Reynolds is in the lift in Logan, you know, Lo, uh, Logan Wolverine, and he's a minute full of a guy uh, thing. Let's not get stuck. I'm stuck in here with a load of protein powder and stuff. <laughs> you can imagine it's all testosterone, can't you, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. lift small weights and all this stuff. They're all in good shape. But he just kept digging out Matt completely, absolutely digging him. And, and it worked yeah. against him because his mouth worked against him when he spoke to Kirsty because he's like, I want two lads. And it was like, you've talked a right bollock there, mate, an absolute bollock. I was trying to think, do, do these guys know how children and baby making works? Because you don't get to choose. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was it was interesting. I mean... I don't really see that Mario did that much wrong there. It's like, you know, I'd really like two boys and, you know, she'd like two girls. I, I did take a point that kind of, because uh, I had the same perspective. I've got two daughters and, and a son. Didn't really uh, care, you know. It, it's just, I just want them to be healthy and whatever they are, they are. So I, I I can see why it maybe rubbed her up the wrong way, but like I say, you don't get to choose. Um, I guess, yeah. She, uh, at the end of the day, though, Chris, when he got voted out, what did you make to that reaction of Mario's? Um, that was very much like, I'm not bothered, but I really am. I'm not bothered. I'm really not bothered. <laughs> sensational wasn't it it was a it was a hair's breadth away from going absolutely nuts it's like i've got my test i've got my sense of taste i've got my sense of smell i'm fucking delighted the world is my oyster i'm gonna go off and pop a cap in someone's ass yeah, <laughs> you know it, it just seemed like he was just about to go postal or something it was fucking brilliant i loved it but um I mean, what did, what did you make to how Budge went out? Because, you know, he got dug out as well, didn't he? And I don't know, in, earlier on when she confronted him about it, he, he just came across like a, a little bit of a clean freak. 
you know, there's a, there's a yeah. time and place for kids and stuff, and I don't like mess. And, you know, again, you you mentioned about American Psycho. I was, I was kind of wondering that with him as well. So what did you make, make to him going? I think it was the right thing to do. I, I think he was completely, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's in great shape, Dave. I mean, I checked his Instagram out um, yesterday, and he's in good shape. You know what I mean? Like, he, he does look after himself. So you've got that side of it. He was in the gym when they said they were going on this sort of outward bound thing they did with the cabins and stuff and he was pulling his face then what about when they were saying shoot was saying yeah. you've got to get suited and booted and he was being an ass then but i don't know whether it's just because he's older you're wiser aren't you maybe he's just not a fool maybe he was sick of all the guys who were all fake and that within there playing a part i mean matt is a wrestler day but when you're a wrestler you're an actor i'm not saying he's i'm not saying he can't be genuine but he knows where mm-hmm. the camera is he knows what to do and stuff like that so There is a few in there that are questioned that are a bit dubious. I think they know where to go and where to put themselves um, with this. And and I think with Budge, he just wasn't. He was just a normal guy. And he just, just, there was no chemistry there from what we could see on the screen. And I think she did the right thing. She let him down. I mean, the thing is, she let him down quite nice, to be honest. But with fucking Mario, she just fucks him off, didn't she? She's like, you're not the one to father my child, see ya. You know, but so. I just don't think he was the right guy. Like uh, Tally the day before, he was not her right guy. And obviously he was so evasive, it was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. But I tell you, what did you make to um, Angelo's confession though, Chris? Dave, that was a producer's in his ear going, look, you're going to have to fucking fess up here because if you don't, they're going to fucking find out. And it's not... Either that or they're going to tell... Kirsty, what's going on? There was no way he was going to get away with it. And she even said it herself, Kirsty. She went, he's, he's just ratted them all out. You know, she yeah. said it, didn't she, when they were talking? Like, I really changed my opinion. But however, what was even better, Dave? And we all need a villain. We all need a villain. And I saw Angelo's uh, Instagram yesterday, and he actually said that wasn't how it played out. But he put hashtag villain. Um, <laughs> he gets to stay. I was like, "Oh, that is fucking excellent." That is gonna, and we see a VT for the next episode, and it fucking. I mean, it isn't with Angelo, but it's with Matt and Keith, and it just kicks off, doesn't it, completely? And that Keith looks like he's got a right temper on him. Yeah, no, it looks brilliant, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think fair play to him in a way for coming clean. You know, it, I, I was surprised the boys didn't work it out anyway. And, and I guess it's difficult because it looked to us like Angelo went first. And then, you know, Matt went straight after, I think. Or was it Alan? Alan went straight after. So it was obvious who'd been there first. And so I think it was... Was it Alan? I fucking can't remember, Chris. But someone, someone she said, I've just had some information. Well, it's like... Surely the boys have just come from the group. You know who's just gone. It wouldn't have been that hard to uh, figure out who it was. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if the editors had played about with the order there, but they were making hard work of it. But what was fucking brilliant was when he doesn't get voted off. It's not only that, Chris. He comes into like the room with all the rest of the boys who, who've been voted to stay on. And he's like, hey, and everyone's just fucking deadly silent. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved it. It was brilliant. And you compare that. So Matt was the last one in, wasn't he? You know, she told, uh, gave Marcus, uh, not Marcus, uh, what was his name? 
not Angelo. Mario. Mario. Yeah, so he gave Mario his marching orders and then let let Matt in. So all the boys were like, yeah, you know, and then he's like points into the fatherhood and then the full wrestler comes out there, doesn't he? This is what we're on about. You know, this is what we're all about. So the, it was just brilliant to see the absolute polar opposites of the reactions of the boys. Angelo has kind of done the right thing by coming clean. But I think as far as the rest of the lads are concerned, he's an absolute see you next Tuesday. And <laughs> they're not going to forget that in a hurry. No, and I think he could be uh, right at the front of the show for the next few episodes, Dave, and I can't fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely brilliant. I, t- I tell you what, what, what do you reckon to the way uh, when she's voting, you know, who does she want to continue dating? Who does she want to pass over and maybe talk to later? What do you reckon to that? Because I, I quite like it, how they can kind of see it in real time and it's all going on. I don't like the fact that they can see see her across the hall kind of thing. And, you know, you had the one guy hanging out the windows at Trent. Yeah. But I quite like that. It's a nice little twist. I do as well. I think uh, Kristen Davis is fucking as wooden as the tree that I can see outside my windows. We're talking <laughs> Even though she's an actress, her level of enthusiasm and, and realism to, to believe in what's going on is fucking terrible. Absolutely awful. Why she's there, it's just garbage to me. She's really bad. But yes, I agree. That format of sitting there and flicking on a tablet and they can see it is brilliant because I knew the guys who was in the bottom four, didn't they, and stuff like that. And yeah. who she's checking out, what she's checking the background with. That's obviously why Tally had a fucking big sweat mark down the back of his shirt because he was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, don't check my fucking uh, bio. You know, so yeah. yeah, I like that. I agree. I think that's a really, really uh, good twist for a reality show. Yeah, yeah. But no, I tell you what, Chris. Absolutely loving this episode, and um, I, I don't think I don't think they topped the episode one with the old uh, giving of a sample. But I, I do love the, you know, the the silly little twists that they're putting on. Like I say, rolling out this fake fucking bear. It, it is just like a comedy bachelor. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. Yeah, it is. It is brilliant. <laughs> right, guys. So if you want to get in contact with us, and pl- please hope you're watching along with me and Dave at CD Reality Cast on Twitter, or if you want to email in CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. And as always, drop us a review if you can on your podcast catching app. So Dave, brilliant episode, and episode three should be dropping the next few days, so we'll get straight on that, and I can't wait, to be honest, mate. No, it should be good. It should be good. All right, mate. Well, I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye now.